Episode, the bonus episode of 430 of Conversation Street with me, Gemma. And me, Michael, live from Manchester. Is it echoey, everybody? It sounds like this is going to be a bit of an echoey podcast. This is make our voices sound more busy. Yeah, we're, we're, we're from our Airbnb, aren't we? We're, we're up in Manchester, we're coming on our trip, and um, we've got lots of cool curry things planned over the next few weeks. So we thought for this week's bonus podcast, we'd just do a bit of a audio diary of what we've been up to this week and you know what we might just do the same again next week we might do it depends on how lucky you guys are i know i know um we're having a nice time aren't we so for the for the with the podcast we're also um trying to match it to some video that we've shot as well because you might be watching this on youtube and if you are you've got some lovely videos of road scenes um, something like that. Something Driving like along that. the road. So so we, we came to Manchester in a rather conventional manner, didn't we? By car. Up we, road. We drove along a road, which I think, um, judging from the window, quite a few other people were doing. <laughs> seems to be quite a popular way to get around these days, especially, you know, COVID-19 and everything. The... Um, the, the plane rides were, were out, weren't they? Indeed, indeed. Because usually, you know, we'd take our jet, wouldn't we? Or a helicopter. But we <laughs> yeah, just land just... in the Corrie backlot. Yeah. Hi, everyone. Hi, darlings. We did have a nice sign welcoming us to Manchester when we got here. Yeah. There's a massive billboard that says, Welcome back to Manchester. There's it's lots like, of nice somebody told signs them around the city centre going, Welcome back. And it's like, this is so nice. You guys did not have to do this, though. <laughs> I'm sure you've got better things to spend your money on. Uh, anyway, so yeah, we're going to be, um, over the next however long, going to be talking about what we're up to this week. And we're recording it in bits and bobs, in stops and starts, aren't we? It's um, it's Tuesday afternoon at the moment, so we're going to be talking a little bit about what we did yesterday and what we did this morning, and then we'll stop and then we'll do a bit more recording later. And you can live vicariously through it as you as you like to do. As we've all been doing over the past few months, we've all been living vicariously through various means, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. So uh, how, how are you enjoying our Airbnb so far? Oh, it's great. I've learned loads of things, like how to pick locks. Yes, yeah, so when we got here, it was a really hot apartment and all of the windows were locked, yet there was no key left. So we um, we messaged our Airbnb host and he was like, oh, oh, I might have to get you a replacement one, but I don't know how long it'll be. And then he sent us a YouTube link to um, a video that says how to, how to basically pick a lock. <laughs> and it worked as well. Well... So if you, if you ever get stuck in an apartment, just give us a call and we'll be right over. I feel very accomplished because the video they sent us was of somebody unscrewing like the metal part of a of a metal measuring tape. And I just used I just used one of your credit cards. Yeah. So I am now available to break into any house you like. Mm, if anyone needs my services. Exactly. So um so let's move on and talk about what we've been doing so far um this week. So I guess yesterday afternoon was where, where it all started, wasn't it? What do we... Where did we go yesterday? It was just... Did we just go into town? Oh, no, we went to the old set, didn't we? Which was quite cool. The, uh, the Key Street set we went to first, because we had dinner booked at... Um, what was the place called? 20 Stories. 20 Story, which Incredibly is... Incredibly expensive and highfalutin. But it's all right, because, you know, there's a, there's a national emergency going on at the moment, and you get 50% off your food. Uh, it made nary a dent in the bill from last it night. It didn't, but we have saved money on um, on other meals that we've had out over the last few days, haven't we? 
Yes, we have saved some They're very money. lovely. So we, um, we started off and we went around, because it was, it was nearby there, we went to the old Key Street set, which is where they had filmed Coronation Street up until um, 2015 or so. I can't remember exactly when it was. And there's, there's barely a trace. I mean, we've, we, we know the road quite well because we've been out there before. Um, but at, at the end, you, you almost wouldn't know that this is where Coronation Street was, would you? No, not at all. I mean, I think we, we posted recently on social media the aerial picture of what it looked like but now it looks, doesn't even look like that no. in the aerial picture you could sort of like make out where the street was and the buildings and mm. now it's just a, like a car park isn't it yeah so if you go up to 20 stories you can look out over over manchester that's like the the main selling point of the restaurant it is very expensive you can go there and just have drinks um you can probably say you're having drinks and go up and take a photo and go back home again. There's nothing to see <laughs> well, now. can actually, yeah, there isn't very much There's to see. There's nothing to see of it. No, no it's, it's really, really sad, really. But we, before we went there, we, we went and had a look around the outside. And um, it's also opposite the um, the great, what's it called? The John, St. St. John's oh, Hotel, God, yeah. which is also closed off now. And we must have, again, walked past that loads of times before, but it didn't mean anything to us. But since going back and watching some of the 60s episodes of Coronation Street, we found out that this is the... A place that was used for Christine Hardman's suicide attempt in 1962. Yep, she so, went on, climbed on the roof. Yeah, because it had, it was used as the um, Ellison's raincoat factory, right? That's right. And there are some scenes that, that again we posted on our Instagram recently of her and Sheila Bertels on the top of the roof with that the yeah. hands against the railings, and it was like, oh, we recognise those railings. It's cool. Um, and yes, yeah, so we so we looked up at that, and it was also the place that they used once for. Um, I think it was when uh, Deirdre was getting a coroner's report about how, how Samir died and they used the front of that building as, a, as the, you know, the coroner's I think they've used that place. building for various other things. But I, I mean, it, makes, it makes sense if they did, honestly, um, because it, it was right next door. And I think you, you said that maybe some of the old Cory stars used to stay there sometimes when... I don't remember. Yeah. So, I don't remember. Yeah, so that was cool. And, and you can see from up in 20 Story... Um, 20 stories 20 stories just about what that looked like as well although the actual scene that, that when Sheila Bertels is you know lying against the side of the you know the incline on the roof um, you mean Christine Hardman oh Christine Hardman sorry and then, and then Ken climbs up next to her we, we couldn't really tell where that was from on high could we I think they've it was, changed it I think they've changed it because it was flat yeah so, um, and also just down the road from that is the St John's Park which is um, a place that they've used loads in in Coronation Street for I think it sometimes is the red wreck um, but I mean I, I think when when Sophie and Maddie were homeless they, they filmed some stuff there I think Shona was looking for one of her old friends there once but low, because that was just around the corner if they wanted a quick bit of greenery then that's where they'd go to but it's all just in Victoria Gardens now isn't it so it makes me wonder whether they'll just kind of give up give up using that it's space it's much more convenient to, to film in the set yeah yeah it was a bit it's a bit overgrown as well, but it was nice to see. And it, um, I think we'd been there once or twice before, but yeah. again, haven't been able to see a little bit more of it on, on the telly recently. It had, uh, had a bit more meaning for us. So that was very, very nice. And then this morning we went into Media City because we'd arranged, arranged to meet um, Charlie and Georgia, Charlie DeMello, Georgia Taylor, um, who we're, we're friendly with outside of, outside of the podcast. And um, Yeah, yeah we, that's right. We have friends. Yeah. People listen to us when we're not talking about Coronation Street. Yeah, we talk sometimes. about all sorts of things. So we, we talk about a load of crap. We got on the tram, which is um, 
We will have to wear a mask on the tram, don't we? Most uh, people are. Yeah. But not everybody is, I have to say, considering yes. that Manchester is in a bit more of a dire situation than well, a lot of the rest of the country why. at the moment. Yeah, exactly. We, we went into a shop yesterday and, um, like, to pick up our Airbnb keys. Even and, today, people in yeah. shops, inside, inside shopping centres... Yeah, walking just no brazenly walking on. around unmasked. But anyway, so when we went to meet up with um, Charlie and Georgia, we were all socially distanced. We were, very important. We, we stayed our distance sure from we each other. No hugging. And at times it got a bit um, crazy because I was in such a social distance mindset that I was like walking away from you as well. So I was like, <laughs> I want to know. It made this big square of like people trying to avoid each other. Yeah, yeah. So we just had like a little, um, little, a few laps around the media city area, didn't get we? Just flipping, yeah, get, uh, luckily not getting rained on too much. When we woke up this morning, well, we, we'd been looking over the um, the weather forecast the last few days, hadn't we? And it did look a bit like it might be a bit ropey some days yeah. this week, but it was supposed to be not too bad this morning. Then we get up and it it was a bit drizzly. And by the time we arrived at media city, it was the like heavens opened a bit, didn't it? It was like rain, wind, and cold. It was like it was like October. Yeah, it, re- it really, really was. And I was like. It was quite funny when we actually met up with them because just the, the, the rain was just stopping them, wasn't it? And we had uh, Georgia coming out of the back of the set, Charlie coming from down by the Imperial War Museum the other side. <laughs> they basically got to us at the same time, didn't we? It was perfect timing. So we, so we had a couple of, uh, of walk rounds and chats and we had, a, we had a drink and stuff. It was lovely. We always. had a takeaway drink. We did, yeah, we did, we did. Always, always lovely to catch up with them. Talk about this and that. Find out. I don't think we found out too many behind the scenes curry secrets, but maybe, maybe a few that we're not allowed to say. And um, we ended up. Where did we end up? Oh, we, we ended up going around the the front of the set, where the, which is the place that they use for Highfield Prison. Yeah, for the for the for the, the prison. Oh, yeah. Oh, before that though, we we had an encounter with Matt Helton, didn't we? A, a chance encounter. Yeah, oh, so we were doing a big loop. We went. Yeah, we went up by the Lowry Shopping yeah. Centre, and. Um, yeah, we were walking along and, uh, and one of the two of them said, oh, there's, there's Matt Hilton. And it was. And he kind of, I think, I don't know whether he recognised me. He kind of pointed at me like he did. And I think he might have said Michael's. Cause, he did say Because we, we obviously not, not met before, but we did that interview together last year. And um, it was just like all, all five of us were standing um, the thing is, at a distance from each other. It's like one of those Mexicans shoot standoff scenes. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like very, um, like very un English and un- uh, un- not polite. To, to not only be socially distanced, but to be sort of yelling at each other because yeah. you're so far apart and it's windy. And normally, you know, that'd be quite rude because um, you keep your voice down and yeah. don't involve people in your conversations. But it was like, hi, hi, how are you? I'm fine. Yeah. But, um, that, was, that was nice to chat to. We, we, we only chatted for like two, three minutes or so, didn't we? Because had to get off somewhere. Um, it's just weird all, all the time, like not being able to, yeah, not being able to get close to people. And no, it was odd. It, you do get used, you do sort of like adapt pretty quickly mm. and become like, uh, what's it, germaphobes. Yeah, you do, you do, you do. practice when we go back to work in September. Yeah, and then we ended up um, around the front of the set because we wanted to do some a couple of photos for, for Instagram, which you might have seen. And we did a little uh, synchronised jump in the air, didn't we? We didn't, know, like, we didn't really... know how to do it. We, we were spaced out. We had to make sure we, we kept our distance. And, yeah, and... because you guys, it doesn't, it's not really obvious from the pictures, but you guys were, we were, were well, like, well apart. very apart, but also staggered. Yeah, yeah. So you were 
I think Charlie was right behind you guys yeah, because he's taller and he doesn't look that far away. I think it was Georgia that suggested we do the jump, didn't she? So well, we, yep. we, did a, we did a synchronous, well, semi-synchronised jump in the end. You can see from the pictures. Well, we, yeah, we almost I mean, managed my it. photography skills weren't up to much. You did a fantastic job. Well, I was, I was like making a big deal about how hard it was for me to take a photo <laughs> of you guys jumping. Meanwhile, you guys were just jumping up and down. We did quite a few to jumps. My, to my command, so that yeah. was a bit of power that I wielded very briefly. Yeah, we, we had to do a couple of them because on one of them I did a jump on my T-shirt rode a bit too high up didn't it hairy tum tum <laughs> yeah <laughs> so uh yeah that's maybe patrons only that pitch <laughs> oh yeah how about that? we um, should we need to do a, a um an extra tier <laughs> patrons are it, it's the rovers after dark <laughs> um we also we saw a couple of people while we were just we were just hanging around as the gates chatting because nobody else was there were we, we around the back of the gates there were a few people waiting for the the cast to come out even though even, Even though it's probably really. not a very good idea at the moment, nobody. I think they literally they can't. They're not allowed to stop and chat well. at the moment. Yeah, so there are barriers up very close to the the gates, yeah. but there's nobody out there. Mm. I really, honestly, think there should be somebody out there. Yeah, there should. Old Dave, he poke people. I think Dave's otherwise engaged. <laughs> um, yeah, so we were, we were waiting out around out there for quite a while, and then we saw um, Julia Goulding drive. Uh, up in her car, didn't we? Sure, she was just so she was just lovely. leaving the Everyone's studio, lovely, aren't they? and then she ran down the window, and we had a we had a chat from about six seven hey. meters away, shouting into her car, and she was shouting back, so that was nice. Um, She's going, get off my lawn! <laughs> and then um, no, she, she drove off, and then uh, a minute or so later, Jack P. Shepherd came down in his flashy black car, and oh, yeah. he didn't see us. He, he was, was like, he, was, he didn't see we were there at all, but um, we saw him. Yeah, we saw him. Yeah, and then um, and then we, we headed back into... No, then um, Georgia went into the set then, didn't she? She had to go and get a car, and then Charlie and us walked down the road for a little bit longer because he was parked somewhere else. And um, oh, no, we had to get the tram, sorry, from somewhere else. And then we, we had another little wander around Media City, and that was that. So that was lovely, lovely. It was very nice. It is very strange, though. Um, I know, there was... Feeling... Because so... you always feel furtive and wrong, don't you? Yeah. Like, just even, just being there for, for no real good reason. Yeah, people judging us from outside as well. Well, we, we, we followed all the guidelines and all the rules, and we, like, we were drinking um, antibacterial hand wash the whole time. <laughs> so I think we'll be all right. Yeah. So that, that was cool, and um, we, we hopefully did oh, have a, a what? And we went, we went into booths and we bought a butter pie. Oh, yes, we did, didn't we? Which sounds, to me, that sounds like a really southern thing. <laughs> Butter pie. You wanted to try but, it, didn't you? Um, is this a, a, a local speciality? Nice, yeah. it's really nice. We, yeah, we set other tram stuff and hit that afterwards, and yeah. then, and then that's it so far. We've come back to the, come back to the, um, so, the Airbnb, and we're, we're having a bit of a. We just watched the Cory Scandals program from last night, didn't we? And then we're yeah. going to be, we're going to be going out to tea in a bit, which I'm sure gonna... you'll you'll hear a bit more about later. Yeah. Hello again. It is uh, Wednesday morning now. We've been to Annie's last night, Gemma, as, as our resident food expert. Would you like to give your critique? No. We went to Annie's and we had 
You had the steak burger, didn't you? I had a steak burger. And I had a hot pot, which I always had. Have. Yes. yes, it's a lovely place to go to. Um, we, um, we've been there loads of times now and I had a little loyalty card that I was hoping to be able to stamp off, but it turns out you've got to have hot drink to do it. So this, this loyalty card I've been using for like three or four years because you go, I come up not so in three can I Can I get this stamp, please? And she sort of looked like, oh, uh, like I thought she was going to say, we've stopped doing those. And I was like, oh no. I don't know, I don't know. I've only got one more, then I get my free coffee. But the lady that served us was called Victoria and she was very, very nice. She was very nice. We didn't get, you know, table service by Jenny McAlpine herself, as she was no. not there. However, you can, if sometimes, I don't know whether she still does show up at the uh, restaurant, but I suppose in these unprecedented um, times, it's probably not a very good idea for, for Jenny and her, and her partner Chris to be schmoozing with the. The rabble, right. like us. But it has been known. It has been known. We, the first time we went to one is we saw her. It was lovely. It was I think I remember amazing. having the corned beef hash cake for starters once before when we went. We didn't have starters this time, but that was really nice. It's um, got like a poached egg on the top. I quite like that. Yeah, did that. We didn't have starters yesterday, did no, we? we? Did not. We did not. And you had a jam roly poly for pudding, didn't you? Yeah. And custard. Yes. Well, they they used to have um like a a, a fizz related. Uh, pudding there called a fizz bomb which was like a yeah. chocolate bomb with um popping candy on but i do not have that one anymore so i couldn't oh. have the house speciality but you didn't you have a i had a themed thing i had the soap star martini <laughs> mm. which has been renamed from a rather ruder name <laughs> but i like that it, yeah that was tasty yeah it was a it was a very lovely evening um it was, it was nice and quiet it was yeah it was nice and quiet there were, there were some other people there but not loads we, we didn't go super late did we so we went, it went like up. six o'clock. Yeah, imagine it might have filled up a bit. It was before six when we got there. Yeah. I was like, never eating breakfast, um, dinner. That was breakfast for me, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but it was good as well because we had our uh, half off, didn't we? Up to £10. Pounds. Yeah. So yes. it made a bit of a difference. But yeah, really, really recommend having a go. Uh, yeah, go have a go can. there. Have yeah. a go at Annie's restaurant. <laughs> it's just down a little side alley off St Anne's Square in Manchester. And yet you never know, you might see Jenny McAlpine. You, you might do, yeah. You might do. Um, yes, it was lovely. And then we came back here and we um, we tried out a curry jigsaw, which... My back was aching so bad at well, the end of that. We spent like two and a half hours, didn't we? And we're, we've still got quite a way to go. But this is, was this one that we found in, in um, Auntie Valerie's cupboards when we were yeah. ransacking her house earlier this summer? And it was she hadn't used it, had she? Because it was all it was the pieces sealed. were bagged up and but sealed. You still yeah. can't find all the edges, you say. Well, I think I'm missing. I, it's been many a year since we've done a jigsaw, but um, strategy I understand is find the edges and yeah. the corners, and we're, we're still missing like three edge pieces. I'm sure they're in there somewhere. So, but we we ever done a jigsaw together? I don't think we've ever done a jigsaw <laughs> together, but I thought it was, it was nice because this is a Coronation Street um, double axe themed jigsaw. And it, it fit the theme of our trip very nicely. So that's oh, fun. You're in charge of doing the edges, and I was in charge of finding the text and putting the text together. Yeah, because it's basically a jigsaw that's got, um, you know, about fifty or so uh, famous couples and double acts and whatever. Then it's like it's written as it's drawn like a collection of Polaroids, isn't it? Yeah, with their, with their names, names written underneath. underneath them. And so I was putting those together, and there must have been about four or five McDonald's. Oh, I know. <laughs> going on at the same time and lots and lots of STs all over the place. I still haven't got everybody's name. I'd like to say very, thank you very much to Tisha Mary for wearing such a distinctive outfit in the picture because she was the first person I was able to piece together well, they get because of the out. nice pink and yeah. pink and black zigzaggy um, yeah, ensemble that she was wearing. Well, I didn't really, I haven't really looked at the picture well enough. I've just been going on text. So 
once I start, once I look at the picture a bit more, I think I'll be able to pick out people's outfits. Yeah, I don't know whether, like, I want to, you know, blast through it now and just keep on going until we're done or just try and eke it out over the two weeks. I feel it'd be sad if it's, you know, we finish it tonight and then we've got no, Why? no more jigsaw to do. I've got loads of other things to do okay, that, that, well. that aren't jigsaws, Michael. We'll see. So anyway, we're off on a trip today. We're going to go to Tatton Park, which is where um, the Coronation Street ladies visited Back in the 1960s, this I can't remember like, the actual date of that. 64, maybe? It, it was... 62. No, it wasn't that early, because it was for Elsie's... Um, we'll find out when we just recorded that. August. It, it was for Steve and Elsie's... Uh, well, it was for Elsie's uh, hen party, yes. wasn't it? Yeah. So we had Emily and Hilda and... Hilda and Irma going... Uh, uh, if you're a Patreon, you would have heard me going on about... This is one of my favourite episodes of the yeah. of the 60s. Let's not talk about it now, though. Let's wait until we can get a bit of film footage that we can put over this for the people watching oh, this yeah, on we'll YouTube. Oh, yeah, we'll talk about where they talk filmed. Talk more about okay, it right, later on. Quiet, so we're mm-hmm. off out. See you later. All oh, right, so it's, it's Friday now, isn't it? Gosh. What a week. Hot yeah. day as well today. Hot and bothered. Uh, but we've had some more Corrie Fun stuff that we've um, been doing since... When was the last time we did some recording? Was it Wednesday? Wednesday, I think. Oh, I don't know, I've lost track. No, it might have been... Yeah, it was before we went to Tatton Park, wasn't it? Which we had a jolly good time at. Tatton Park was really great. We, um, we felt very cultured going to there. We almost could have got away with, you know, not standing out like Coronation Street fans there. We were just, like, educated members of the public. Yeah. Reveling in culture. It was um, a big... <laughs> so it had a big courtyard, and then there were... There's, like, a farm gardens and the mansion to look in and we went into the gardens first yeah we all i um only sort of bought tickets for the gardens at the last minute didn't we because you have to buy tickets for the different different bits of it separately but we decided to go to the gardens because um we'd watched the the tatton park episode of coronation street again just before we went but also i knew that we could have gone to the gardens you keep saying like i didn't realize that we could go but i didn't book tickets to go to it originally because it looked like it was going to be very very oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. miserable but then when i checked the weather it was looked like it would be clear so i said let's go to the gardens as well and we did and it was fine it was because lovely because in in the episode which is one of my favorite episodes you told me i, I couldn't talk about it until now so i'm going to <laughs> one of my favorite episodes of coronation street in the 60s was elsie tanner and steve tanner's stag and hen do's and the boys went on the barge and we're still going to track down that barge because it's still in service oh yeah it is isn't it in surrey somewhere um and they went on the barge up and down and um uh Dennis was in charge, he was the skipper in his mm. very tight little shorts, uh, prancing around <laughs> with a horse horse. <laughs> and the girls went off to Tatton Park. And Minnie found the the actor who played uh, it's Godfrey, Godfrey, wasn't it, from Dad's Army. Dad's Army was was sort of like this old man who who goes there all the time, but she thought it was Lord Tatton Park. <laughs> um and so they both sort of like went off together, leaving Ina to scowl. And um we had um, Irma and Hilda wandering around and Hilda's going, oh, I say about everything. There's quite a funny <laughs> video that Michael edited together of modern things that you should definitely watch. Um, yeah, I've watch just that. made a little video, a little clip. After, we we, we look, spent the whole trip looking for things that Hilda would say, oh, I say at in 2020, wouldn't we? Mostly yeah. related to coronavirus and uh, 
and, and this and that. But that was quite fun. What we also enjoyed doing was trying to recreate some of the sh some shots, some screenshots that we'd taken, didn't we? So we had yeah. um, Emily standing on the steps out the back of the hall um, in the garden. So you've got a picture of me standing in on the same very spot that Eileen Derbyshire stood at. We've got um, a spot of the fountain because uh, do you want to tell what say we the story of the fountain? We a pair of stunt keys for that because <laughs> there was a pervy bus driver who was trying to molest Elsie Tanner all the way through and she um, she ran up a hill to get away from him and then he followed her. So she told him to give her the keys to the, the coach that, and then she threw them in the... She said, he said, I can do things for you, you know, and she went, and then she grabbed, grabbed his keys, threw them in the fountain and said, go and catch us a pair of kippers for supper or something like that. <laughs> yeah, so we took a, we took a comparison shot of that. We took a comparison shot of the mansion um, um, from, the, from the back. One thing I will say is that you can't go to the little shrine. Oh yeah, there's a little Japanese garden there, so wasn't there? There's a Japanese garden, you can go and look at it. Um, but this was a scene where Val takes Steve Tanner off to one side and basically says, don't you mess our Elsie around, mm. okay, buster. And they walk over this little bridge and go and sit in the, in the little Shinto shrine and that's all blocked off. It does look incredibly ancient and precarious. Oh yeah, the- um, I'd want to go over that. Yeah, Elsie totted over it in her high heels. It would but... be a health and safety nightmare if it was open, that, that little bridge these days. So and most of the other things far away. that are in Coronation Street are the, on, the, on the ground floor, the, the music room. Oh, with the, the actual library, house itself, yeah. Um, the dining room and the foyer, which was used for some scenes for uh, Roy and Haley's wedding. Yeah, Roy their, their and 2010 wedding. And the we exterior went, we went the room. as well was also used for um, Sean and Sophie's wedding. No, I don't know. It wasn't Sean and Sophie's wedding. That that was oh, no, in no, the no. episode where Roy and Haley got married. That was where it all came out about. Oh right, yeah. Sophie having to come I out. Did, I did get confused <laughs> because they were wearing nice wedding clothes, but I thought they eloped, so I got no, confused. No, that's what um, that was. Yeah, but it was really cool. We managed to find a lot of the same rooms, didn't we? And did yeah. take some comparison shots and um, same portraits still there. Like they don't update their decor. It was a it was a really nice day out. I mean, I think it was one of those things where normally I'm not naturally a um, uh, an old county, uh, an old country house. Uh, what do we call it? Um, stately home kind of guy. Aren't you? Not really. Oh, damn. <laughs> but the fact that we just watched an episode of Coronation Street that was filmed there, it suddenly well, this somehow puts, made it a whole lot more exciting for me. This puts the, the brakes on my plans to join the <laughs> <Not> <laughs> Yeah, because Corrie aren't even filming um, location shoots at the moment. Because what, what you could do is is tip him a bit, give him a bit of money and say, look, I want to take Michael off to such and such a please, house. Please, please, can you just film please, a Coronation yeah. Street scene there and it'll lap up. Finally... <laughs> The, most of the shops were closed there, but the little farm shop thing that they've got, produce shop or whatever it's called, was still open. So we bought some lamb that's been reared in the grounds of Tatton Park, which I'm going to make into a hot pot. Oh, yes. And I bought some bacon sausages and some nice whirls of smoked white and black pudding. Mm. To, and we had an, a lovely fry up on our anniversary morning didn't we that we I did made. we did that was lovely so that was that was basically our day out on um, when was that that was wednesday wasn't it yeah and then that brings us to today then friday where we had did a little whistle top store whistle stop tour of it's kind of the north west bit of manchester wasn't it we well, we've made a google maps of it was manchester was it no greater manchester area we we've made a little thing on google maps where we've put some little um 
uh, pins, pins down, down and, and, and these all kind of grouped together. So first off, we went to Victoria Park, which is over in um, Salford, and that was where Tony Warren lived very nearby for a lot of his adult life, apparently. He lived and, in Park Avenue, and he really liked Victoria Park. And yeah. It was very pretty. It had a very grand band stand. Mm. And he's got a plaque on... Oh, what was it? What building was it? I don't know what the building a was. A blue called. building. Um, <laughs> you can go and look at that, and it just said he loved the park. Which yeah, that was, was nice that was put touching. there um, a couple of years ago. He's yeah. got his, his dates on and everything, so that was quite nice. We we just stopped off there for a little bit. We just whisked through it, didn't we? We did have a, a very brisk whisk through Victoria Park. Um, but that, that, the, the picture that we put on social media that's doing quite well at the moment. Um, and then we went off from there to St Mary's Church, which is where they filmed a lot of curry weddings and funerals and uh, baptisms kind of stuff. We've been there before, but since we have been there, several notable things have happened, um, such as we had the Liz and Jim storyline with Katie's grave. Yes, so the, the, one of the final scenes that Jim was in and his recent return was the awesome graveyard scene with, uh, with Liz and Jim where she pushes him over because she's just found out that he's made it up that the dead daughter Katie has been back from the dead and living on Australia all this time. So that was quite cool. There's also the bit where Billy's brother was skulking about. They did some fancy crane shots. I couldn't quite, um, mm. couldn't quite replicate them with my little arms, but I had a go. And that's when he was trying to beat. Um, it hit Billy up for drugs and they both got into all the drugs. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of stuff filmed inside the church as well, which we couldn't we get into. We didn't even try. No, no, we didn't try. It was, it was all locked up, wasn't it? Um, well, there was no, not even a priest listed. Mm. But what I was really proud of finding was Sinead's grave, or the place where Sinead's grave would be, because we had one of the publicity shots of Daniel kind of crouched next to it, didn't we? Doing a little yeah. squat next to the grave, looking sad. And we thought, it, it took us a while, didn't it, to find it? And we thought, is, is this definitely the same place? I'm sure they said they filmed it here. And then we spotted some little black, black railings in the background and realised that it was a bit further down you have the to graveyard than we than initially thought. The, the main bit of the graveyard, down slopes, mm. to get right the way down the bottom of the hill and you'll be able to see it. Um, it's quite an extensive graveyard, isn't it? It's huge. A bit overgrown as well at the no, moment. that's great. I think that's fine. I mean, one of my favourite graveyards is on Southampton Common and that's completely overgrown because they are encouraging wildlife. I think it's very important. I think it's nice that a graveyard can become a habitat Indeed. for animals. And well, insects where Sinead's grave was was just like a little patch of dirt wasn't it so I think when Corrie go over there to film these grave scenes next to the gravestone scenes um, they just have to they find bring it. Their own. they do they bring their own the headstone well, the plonk do it, it down where there's a there's an empty bit because yeah there's, there was nothing down there obviously and the same for Katie's grave as well I think they probably use the same spots over and over again for different characters to, to be honest it. I had a little fantasy as we were walking around that I think you would quite like. It's when when you die. Mm. What I thought would be quite cool is if we get you buried there, oh, yeah. and then we can use your grave. We say, look, you can use this. We're not disrespectful. <laughs> we use this grave. He'd love it. Corey filming. He will be. He'd be so happy. <laughs> you would love that, wouldn't you? To think that. that yeah, would and because it'll be like really far in the future. Fingers crossed. You know, maybe I'll be able to have a little computerized headstone, and then you can just change the change the, with the words on it. Yeah. You don't have to re-chisel. A digital one. <laughs> yeah. Or we could just buy a, a polystyrene sleeve to, to drop over the top of your one. <laughs> yeah. Something like um, that. The other thing I was going to say is that... Um, oh, he plays Daniel. Rob Mallard. Rob, Mall Rob Mallard did make... What? You, you forget him sometimes, don't you? No, I forget all names, Michael. Oh, that's true. Have you not been listening to this podcast? <laughs> yeah. Why do you always give me a hard time about so it? I'm sorry. Anyway, he, on Instagram, saw us 
or was it Twitter? Uh, Twitter, I think. And he was like, if you want to recreate it properly, you have to have your head being bitten by midges. <laughs> yeah, so there's a bit so of behind-the-scenes Corey Goss. And also, there. Daniel Brocklebank said, categorically, apparently, I don't know if you can believe him, there are no drugs at the church left. <laughs> I think Billy's animal. <laughs> so we had we had some some fan interaction there. I think all celebrity fans. Yes. Yeah. And we also... <laughs> <laughs> they're not really fans. And also, Jack P. Shepard told us that... Um, there were lots of corpses, weren't there? Oh Billy's yeah, there. it's just piled, Billy. piled full of curry corpses. That Billy's graveyard. There. Yeah, a Billy child of um, Todd and Sarah. Loads um, of people. Kylie, Kylie, apparently. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so pretty. Yeah, pretty much. If you if you've got somebody buried in Corrie, they'll be buried at that graveyard, and I can see why because it's um very out of the way, nicely tucked away, and I think the most important reason why they chose this as a location for Corrie is that it's near a pub. <laughs> so they can go and have a quick pint after they've done their film. I completely agree. Um, from there, we made a quick stop off to Berry FC, which is what they use as the Weatherfield uh, Weddy County Football Club. We got there and it, it was a bit, I was a bit scared about it going in, it but was, it was completely deserted, wasn't it? It, it? Like, it was open and deserted. I mean, everything feels apocalyptic now, as you all know. But this was even more so because not only was it was there coronavirus just wafting in the breeze, but also it's an basically abandoned football club because Bury FC is no more, is it? Isn't it? No, I think it's closed. Oh, I didn't realise. Why did you think there are all those jerseys and and scarves and people writing Bury Football Club blah blah tonight two thousand nineteen oh. and all these notes going? There was a note there going, oh you you parasites it's your fault that the club is closed if only you like all this like horrible oh, i notes. didn't even pick that up but you might be right so we saw the place where um gemma got stuck in a turnstile not you darling the other gemma got stuck in a turnstile although you couldn't get couldn't replicate that shot because the uh their little doors to close over but they weren't very thin turnstiles like before they were... but i don't go to football grounds <laughs> but they were like they look like tiny little tiny doors to go into little toilets yeah they did and, and and there was also a little place where emma and steve and um james and michael were lined up ready to try and scatter emma's dad's ashes her fake dad's ashes as well so we i recreated a shot of that so that was quite fun and then and then we finished off our day-to-day little trip to heaton park which is what they've used quite a lot for um red direct shots stuff. Yeah, if, if you want a, a vast, sprawling outdoors area for Coronation Street, then Heaton Park's the place to go. So they had like um, a... Go on. Red Wreck, though, is an amalgamation of many different locations yeah. throughout Manchester. So Heaton Park is one of the main places, but they also use Chimney Pot Park, yeah. which is not called Chimney Pot Park, it's called something else. Yeah, and um, St John's Park as well. Yeah, so... The red wreck is <laughs> is scattered to the wind. Yeah, but yeah, Heaton Park is is the massive one. So like Roy was caught sleepwalking there in his in his dressing gown by Deirdre one time. They had a five k run, which is where Lloyd had his heart attack. Um, most recently, it was used as the petting zoo when Leanne and, uh, and Nick and, and and that lot took baby Ollie to go and look at the cows there. Um, unlike Ollie, we didn't get to see any cows on our on our trip there, but it was heaving with people, wasn't it? Because it was flipping flipping hot. So I had an ice cream and. Um, and that was about it. Oh, and it was also, of course, the boating lake where um, Roy and Haley had their first kiss as well. And then uh, they, they, they also, like us, went on a little um, Corrie Locations visiting tour as Haley was, you know, petering out. <laughs> they redid it as well there. So um, that was quite nice as well. But it was very, very hot. So we didn't stay there too long. Maybe we'll go again next week. And, and that's it. That's, that's our end of our first week in Manchester, isn't it? Had a lovely week. Yeah. Highlight I'm of the tired, week, Gemma? No. 
tired. What's, tired. what's been your favourite thing, Corrie and non-Corrie, for this week? Oh, I really like going to Tatton Park. I like going to these um, stately homes anyway. I didn't realise that you didn't particularly like them. I don't not like them. I just, you know, they're not on my favourite list of top ten favourite things to do. Okay, maybe top five. I can't believe this. <laughs> I don't mind doing them. I was really excited about the idea that we would be able to join English Heritage. I like the gardens. I like the gardens. That's well, fun. We'll have to talk about this off air. Uh-oh. I really like. To- <laughs> <laughs> I really like Tampa Park. Um, seeing seeing Charlie and uh, George was obviously fantastic as well. Yes, that was really nice. nice even though it's talk freezing. Yeah. But um, it wasn't a frosty reception that we had, though, was it? No. Both really, really lovely. I love both of them. Mm. So cool. Non-correlated things, I have to say, that some of the food places we've been to have been pretty awesome. One like thing the I Ivy forgot. we went to Hang last on. night. Hang on. One thing I forgot to say when we met up with um, Georgia and Charlie yeah. was fashion, fashion. Ooh, like what you're wearing. Because... They were a nice outfit. Charlie had a nice rainbow t-shirt and you yes. said you quite appreciated Georgia's shoes. Yes, and she had a very nice cool jacket on. <laughs> yes, and we went to the Ivy because we were being very posh for our anniversary, 10-year anniversary. Yeah, it was our 10-year wedding anniversary yesterday, so we splashed out and went to the Ivy and Michael it was lovely. Michael did not lovely. like the bill. <laughs> oh my God, certainly didn't. Um, and when we got there, it was hilarious because standing outside were some paps, weren't there? Mm-hmm. So I don't know if, anyone, if they got tipped off that anyone was a celebrity going in. You pointed out that it can't have been us because, well, it could have been us <laughs> because nobody knows what I look like. So That's they wouldn't true, have known yeah. who to take a photo of, would yeah. they? Yeah, you have an air of mystery at the moment about yeah. me, don't you, on I social media? I felt very intimidated going into there. This is the first time I felt intimidated going into a posh restaurant yeah. in my entire life. It was lovely out there. We didn't see any celebrities, although I certainly was having a very good look. I will say, 20 stories and the Ivy are full of a particular sort of... Um, fashionable young lady mm. whom next next to me I look <laughs> like a potato <laughs> <laughs> but it's really funny because you don't I wouldn't really have go, you any other I, way I never go to places like in London I go to, I've been to lots of posh restaurants it's one of my things I like to do I know it's a bit elitist but it's one of my things I like to do mm. um, but you don't the ones I go to I don't see pe- people like that yeah, there must be obviously there's mean. obviously places like that in London, but the trendy trendy places because Manchester is so small, the trendy places and the posh places kind of overlap more, way more than they do anywhere else. Mm. So you, so you get like the Ivy where it's like thirty quid for a steak, and then you get these girlies coming in with like, where's your dress, love? <laughs> you look fab, but you you also look cold, and it's and it's really hot. <laughs> Oh, so that so is, I enjoyed that. that. What was it. your favourite thing? What? Not, I, I think I think the Ivy is probably been my favourite non-Corrie thing as well. To be we honest. also went to 20 Stories as well because we we're doing that eat out to help out thing and so you get money off. Um, and they also have a special menu so it, was, it wasn't very expensive. But yeah. it, that was nice because you got to see over to the set, yeah. didn't you? So yeah, that was cool. That was cool. That was worth doing. Yes. So that's, that did is... we mention that earlier? I, I can't remember whether we did. I think we did. But if you're really into, into Corrie... You should have gone to 20 stories about six months ago. Yeah, so not, <laughs> there's not, not much to look down on anymore. <laughs> right, I think that'll do. That, for our, that, that, that is our anybody? bonus episode for episode 430 of the podcast. And also, I'm uh, hoping quite a few people are watching this on YouTube as well, because hopefully it'll be full of lovely video footage to keep you all entertained. Lots of 
Lots of sweeping shots of things. So I don't know. Lots of wobbly yeah, That's hands. your bag, exactly. And um, yeah, we, we've got to go and then get on and record oh, uh, the rest bit of our so podcast later So this is the bonus well. podcast, so yes. that means that we've got to say goodbye. We do have to say goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. No, hang on. Um, Conversation Street on Twitter, we've got Instagram, we're on YouTube, <laughs> and... Like and subscribe. Like and subscribe, and also you've got to say about the theme tune. The music for this podcast came from podcastthemes.com. So we're going to go now, bye. <laughs>